Hi everyone, it's Elpitha and Anya here and welcome back to our podcast, What's Her Name Again? Episode 5! Can't believe it. Are we going to say, like, I can't believe it's such and such episode every single time? Because we've said it. (laughs) (laughs) We've actually said it for every episode. Oh my god, I can't believe it's our first, second, third episode. (laughs) Oh, I know, but you know what? It's still one of them things. It's still one of them, like, wow factor things for me. It's like... Am I actually sitting here recording a podcast that people are going to listen to? I know, I know. It's still like hard to get over. It's still a bit nerve wracking as well. Yeah, nerve wracking. I still haven't been able to. Yeah, oh, I can't cope. I can't cope. I'd be pure riddled all day. <laughs> Have you listened back to any of our like early ones, like the first and second or whatever? Because I haven't listened to any of I them. Back. Like when they come out, I listen to them. I I think I listened to the first one like a, a good four times. Because I just, I don't yeah. know why, I just couldn't stop listening. Being like, do you know when you're trying to nitpick? And I was going yeah. on and like yeah. nitpicking all the things, being like, I say like too many times and I do this and I do that. But I think that's good constructive yeah. criticism for yourself. Because mm-hmm. we haven't really got much from other people. So we are like our our biggest critics and our biggest fans all in the one go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. So how are you, love? What has been the crack with you? We took a wee week out um last week, just a wee break in between topics. Um, so it feels like we haven't actually spoke about what we've been up to in ages. No, um, oh yeah, I've been all right. Last week was um, I, I feel like I've said every week. Last week was a tough week, but um, oh, I was just I was just in such a really weird place last week. So it was that like, I was just couldn't function properly and every thought I was having was negative and I got one day where I was super duper motivated and then mom passed away that night and I was just like oh my god I was like just went back into like a wee hole and I was like Uh just sad for so long but I feel Uh like today has been the first day that I have properly actually woke up without my alarm and don't feel extremely lethargic during the day which is an absolute mm-hmm. it's like it's like a light like I feel lighter I feel like there's been something lifted off my shoulders and mm-hmm. I want to be mm-hmm. like I want to be motivated like I feel motivated and I feel like I actually want to do something with my life instead of like lying in bed basically yeah mm-hmm but it's strange the way things you know your mood kind of changes like that Mm -hmm. because I find I dip in and out of those moods all the time and I know you actually had to go through something you know pretty tough last week but on on the general that kind of like low and then lethargic and then you know being like perky again Mm -hmm. like you go through that like I, I go through that on a weekly but I always find that when you're in when you're in that kind of down mood, mm-hmm. like you forget that you come out of it all the time and you, you kind of like get a wee bit of like that trapped feeling. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like I, I've i always been the type of person in the past to like have one or two days where I'm down and then I know how to pick myself up, you know, like straight away. Like it, it mm-hmm. would go away. But this has been like, I have felt like this for the last couple of weeks and I haven't mm-hmm. felt like this in like well over a year. And it's, mm-hmm. it was just really, really yeah. hard to process. And I didn't even want to talk to anyone about it either, which is the thing. Like, people were like, how are you? And I just wasn't replying to anyone's messages either. And I feel really mm-hmm. bad. Like, I still have an inbox full of messages that I just can't fathom to reply to. And that's so rude. But yeah. I just felt, like, selfish in the sense that I needed to take time for myself 
sort uh-huh. of thing. But yeah, how how have you been? Like, what's been going on with you? Um, oh God, uh, yeah, I've been kind of the same. I've had a weird couple of weeks of kind of just just awkwardness and not feeling totally great. And yeah, like that's the thing about, you know, having those kind of dips in and out of those moods. Like you really have to, well, from my experience, probably trying to f- try not to focus on it too much yeah. is what gets me feeling a wee bit better mm-hmm. and um what I've tried to do is as much as possible distracting myself with something that I enjoy doing yeah. because although you think oh I I always feel kind of guilty whenever I like try and like distract myself but at the end of the day like putting yourself in a positive mind frame always helps you you know get over like being stuck in those types of thoughts and stuff yeah. so I've just been trying to keep myself busy with like things that I enjoy and fun stuff it's just mm-hmm. like catching up on like YouTube drama <laughs> like if if anyone's following the whole uh Taddy Beauty thing please like that? let me know your you thoughts on it yesterday. can you uh, give a wee bit oh, more info oh my god obsessed okay so I have been a big fan of beauty YouTubers right. for years I've watched them like for years and it's these like girls and guys that come out and they do like makeup tutorials but mm. like over the years you get to know them like personally and you're like em- emotionally invested in their lives yeah. And like you follow them on like social media and stuff like so sad but anyway I love it but every once in a while like a big scandal comes out and it's like so much drama and they're all involved and it's all he said she said and I just love it I live for it it's amazing Uh, so there's literally like a whole drama about this girl Taddy has come out and said that you know these other two YouTubers basically framed her into making like allegations about somebody else to ruin their career and it's like oh bitchiness drama I didn't do this you did oh it's it actually amazing. sounds like the real housewives of Beverly Hills but only on YouTube yes it's like the makeup version of like that exact show <laughs> you would love it if you if you if you knew these people you would love catching up on it. it's not always like that but I need to get myself out of do you know what I've been trying to do this this is sound so bad but see when I'm addicted to a tv show I need to, so I obviously want to start doing stuff with my evenings instead of watching that TV show. So I'm trying to uh-huh. binge watch this TV show as fast as I can until it's over. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I'm on season yeah. eight or something. and I, I want to be like, productive, so I'm going to be unproductive yeah, 10 times harder. Literally, like I, I'm going to sit and watch this when I can, like whenever, like whenever I can, just to like get it out of the yeah. way so I can be done with it. <laughs> It sounds so stupid, but I can't do anything else until I know what happens at the end of that TV show. <laughs> no, I get the logic. And th- is this the Real Housewives? Yeah, oh my god, I'm obsessed. But there's not really, it's not like a storyline. No, it's... You know that the outcome's probably going to be just them and fighting and then making up again. Oh my god, but I love watching them fight. <laughs> <laughs> my mummy was obsessed with um those shows. She watched them all the time. And I dipped in and out of them like, but... Yeah, I haven't watched them in ages. I think I was just bored one day and saw it on Netflix and then I, it's been the biggest regret of my life since. Yeah. I just... Do you know what I found about those TV shows? How they have the balls to be so bitchy to people, I to know. people's faces. I know. Like, I would never have the balls to say... Like, st- the stuff that they come off with, that it's like, 
but sure you're only with your husband because he's a millionaire and he's like super old and like all this hair fucking stuff and I'm just like oh my god someone says something to me I'd be pure cut to the bone I go red and I can't even respond properly I'm just sitting there in shock being like it's really rude yeah but they're like vicious aren't they they're just like like straight back at each other see if those people are like high on power trips don't think anything will hurt them Oh, I know, but that's their like their full time job is to stir like drama stir and to shit up. be occupied with each other's lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, funny. I used to watch them all the time. But yeah, I'm not a TV series person at all. Really? Like, not a, I'm not even like a TV person either. Like, I'll right. take a notion that I want to watch like a like a movie or something. Usually, like a chick flick uh-huh. or like something like really light and fluffy. But it will be only once in a while. Like I could sit easily night after night with the TV off Serious? and just either like flick through my phone or read or just like be on YouTube and stuff. I hate hate watching TV. See, I'm the complete opposite. I love watching TV, but I just don't like films. Mm-hmm. I'm not a film type of person. Like yeah. only once mm-hmm. in a while. I only like see if I need a good cry. I'll watch a good tearjerker. Sort of oh, do you know what I watched recently that was on Netflix? The Notebook, and I fucking doesn't do it for me. My eyes out. <gasps> I'm telling you, you're now, winding me up. It doesn't do it for me. The bit at the end, whenever she comes back. Spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't watched okay, it. But who hasn't watched Notebook? If you haven't watched Notebook, like, just in case, what is your life? <laughs> <laughs> like, but did you not cry at the end whenever it was like, oh, how are the kids doing? No, I I don't know. I think I'm an empath where it like if if something in a thing has affected me it'll make me emotional but if i don't really ah, understand right okay i'm not very sympathetic that like I'll, I'll, if I'll you be, can't relate yeah based i'll be on sad your own i'll be sad but like I, I it won't instigate tears if you know what uh, i mean is that what an empath is i don't know i might have made that up no no i've, I've heard of the, i've heard of it before but i i don't 100 empath know is the... like um Sharon, oh, oh my god, I am actually going to have to Google this now. When you feel someone's pain or something? Empath is a person That's what I thought with it was. Par- <laughs> Empath is a person with the paranormal ability to perceive the mental or emotional state of another individual. <laughs> so you just said you were psychic. <laughs> I don't I don't think about the paranormal bit, but like if someone's feeling emotions on TV, I'm oh no, I I don't. I don't think I'm right there when I'm saying that. No, I. I thought em- empath was kind of like empathy, where you kind of you kind of understand other people's feelings and you kind of feel their pain. Yeah. So that's but you're not talking me. about specifically those that. Have, <laughs> yeah. No, you were more. You were more. You're more of an empath to people that have had similar experiences to you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put. We'll, yeah. we'll say that. I just completely. Yeah. Sh- that's kind of uh, pretty. Pretty. Her. Pretty similar. <laughs> No, no, pretty similar. I've definitely heard that before. People using that before. Um, but yeah, no, I get you. I, no, I am the type of person that I will mentally put myself in that person's shoes and feel that pain regardless of what it is. You know, like, oh, they have, you know, Alzheimer's or whatever she has in that movie. And I'd be like, yeah. picturing myself old and grey and this happening to me and like yeah. me bawling my eyes out. Like, no, there, <laughs> there has been films that like I've cried at that like aren't related to anything that I've ever been through. But it takes a lot for me to cry at a film. I, I cry more TV shows. Oh my shows. God, I'm the opposite. So do I gurn. Like, see Grey's Anatomy? I gurn. Like, never watched it. Oh my god. 
oh my god, right? Everyone dies. I know. Spoiler alert. But everyone dies. Well, not obviously everyone. Oh, well, then I'm not going to watch it now. I'll be fucking You dead. don't know who dies? Oh, well, people die all the time. Well, you said everybody. Well, <laughs> shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> I get all confused. No. Um, no, but like, I mean, it's because you, it's a TV show. I am like so invested in every single character's life over a long period oh, you of do time be. yeah but like when something mm-hmm. happens it it hits me hard like i think that's the the tv show i've cried over most in my life that montreal i'm trying to think of something recently that i cried in um definitely the notebook but i like my boyfriend always slags me because i cry like at every single movie like at the randomest points <laughs> um i'm trying to think there was one that we watched and he was looking at me like why the fuck are you crying? You know, oh, I can't remember. I'm going to have to ask him. Um. So anyway, how do we get on to series and movies? I don't even know. Spiraled out of control a wee bit there, didn't we? Can't, can't remember. Tangent. Um, um, what was I going to say? So what are we... So we picked a wee topic um, for this week, which was pretty much like growth and um generally kind of navigating through you know trying times and you know stuff like that there we kind of wanted to just touch upon um I kind of thought this was a good one seeing as everybody is kind of making the transition out of lockdown Mm -hmm. and kind of back into like real life and that everyone is probably reflecting on what they've done and how they've been feeling and what they've kind of went through in lockdown. I feel like this is a good topic. Like everyone's kind of reflecting on what they've been at because of the question that I've had, I've had my first week back at work and everyone's like, well, what did you get up to? How have you been? What how did you find it? Oh, you know, so like everyone, it's questions. like, it's kind of like, oh, uh, I've been, um, I don't know, um, just kind of trying to make it through and also uh, recording a podcast with my friend and they're like looking at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what though? It's, it's, it is a weird one, like growth and sort of change, like especially coming, especially through this, what we've, what we've all like come through. Like, I just think uh-huh. it's, it's completely mental to look back at like, where we were at the start of lockdown to sort of like even what position we're in now coming out like it's been an absolutely mental roller coaster of like ups and downs and growing and stunting <laughs> stunting uh-huh. stunting god stunting stunt i during it oh no it's like it's like something in a song like stunt stunt no <laughs> I'm cutting this bit out. <laughs> You're, yeah. No. <laughs> oh God! I but know. what? So okay. So what would you say that if you were to kind of look at your lockdown time, what would you say that was kind of like an important, you know, like I don't know whether it's like turning points or just things that you've learned or things that have kind of been more apparent when you've been in lockdown. Like, have you learned kind of anything from like about yourself? What I've learned about myself is that. I excel when I'm busy. So, right, okay, explain that to me. So, when I, right, pre lockdown, I am going to work from eight o'clock in the morning to what, like five o'clock in the day. And then after work, I am busy with like jujitsu or like going to mods to work or or seeing friends. Like, I, I am always busy. Like, it's so rare for me to get a day by myself. So I'm always constantly uh-huh. focused and thinking. And the more I'm focused and thinking, the more I actually get done. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, 
I was mm-hmm. obviously doing all that and then doing like my emails and my book club and like training in the gym and I was able to fit all of that into a 24-hour day and now Mm -hmm. that I have so much time on my hands I can barely even like concentrate on getting one of them tasks done Mm -hmm. does that make sense the busier you are the more the more effect like the better you are with managing your time and getting things done and I I think as well it's sort of a, a mindset sort of thing where the things that I'm doing I'm thinking about them, but I'm not overthinking them and I'm getting them done. Whereas I have so much fucking time to think and overthink and convince myself out of doing these things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But it's also also a product of how much time that you have Mm -hmm. that you're spending more time on the task. As in, I feel like I'm dragging it out because I don't really have anything else to do. So, in a way, I'm making it last longer, which is counterproductive because then by the end of it you're like oh my god why did it take me so long to do that but you're kind of like you need to realize that you've you've probably dragged it out because you know you're like fuck what else am I gonna do Mm -hmm. all day Mm -hmm. but yeah no I totally I totally get what you mean because I'm I'm kind of the same like that's what I noticed about lockdown it was like I was busy on some days doing absolutely nothing but I was literally too busy like but genuinely busy like in my head and running about but I didn't know like if I look back on the day I would be like what did I what was I doing all day that I was so busy for I know I know and I yeah definitely feel the same because like I'm sitting at my desk and I have the luxury not luxury but like I'm working from home but I can do wee tiny things during Mm -hmm. my working day like that I couldn't Mm -hmm. have done when I was in work and I'm still not doing them so I'm not Uh it's just like it's I I for me, it's laziness, and other people might not think that. But for me, I'm I'm being hard. I've been so hard on myself the last couple of weeks because I feel like I am being lazy and not true to what I was doing before. But obviously, things mm-hmm. change, and the way I've been, yeah, the way life has just been fucking turned upside down for everyone. So you need to give. Uh, I needed uh-huh. to give myself a break and just like take oh, a few 100%. weeks off doing emails take a few weeks off doing book club and and just reset and refocus and and sort of put myself into the direction that I actually want to go in and hopefully hopefully it's a turning point for me this week that I've came mm-hmm. out of like the the dark side yeah no I get you there is a thing though um like toxic productivity mm-hmm. I don't even know if the thing or if I, there's it's definitely a concept um but um, it's just kind of that thing where you feel that the value of the things that you do comes from how much pressure you put yourself on- mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. Uh, and how much um, stress and anxiety you can like cause yourself to get something done. Yeah. So this is something that I realized last year is that I was the type of person that I would have craved getting things done as quickly as possible but at the same time I was putting myself under so much pressure and I was almost like happy to see stress like I was happy to be stressed because I was happy to be stressed because I felt like that was showing that I was productive Mm -hmm. and it was like a positive thing Mm -hmm. where at the end of the day you can still be productive and you can still get things done without putting yourself under negative stress and pressure yeah um and I'm a real big like advocate for a hundred percent go for your goals 
but just bear in mind that you can get there with a healthy mindset and you don't have to be setting alarms for six in the morning to do this to do this to do this and like running and running and running because there's still burnout whenever you're going after your goals even even though in, in that moment you think it's a positive thing yeah. and you're you're going towards it that you can still get burnt out so you still have to be mindful of your your day-to-day kind of pressures and anxieties and stress that you're putting on yourself yeah definitely like I feel so when I was in my second year of uni I I'm pretty sure like I had a mental breakdown at one point during the year it mm-hmm. was like I was putting myself under copious amounts of stress like at to the point where I remember being out the back of mods and just sitting on the wall crying my eyes out being like mm-hmm. it was actually after um <laughs> it was after um I, I came into work and I parked my car down the, the back alley and um mm-hmm. some man who works in the building above came down in his Ferrari and um started screaming at me like absolutely screaming mm-hmm. at me um being like what the fuck are you doing parking here and all and I proper going nuts at me and I've just like I just broke down and I I tell you now like I went into the work and I couldn't couldn't breathe and I I had a panic couldn't attack talk. and all in the office and I was like this is like and this was it like I it was a breaking point mm-hmm. for me I just sat there and cried for hours and and it wasn't obviously just because he had shouted at me. It was because of how much pressure I was actually putting on myself and putting myself uh-huh. into a toxic mindset where anything anyone would have said at that moment probably would have made me break. Sort yeah, of thing. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one of the But it's, it's strange that it's strange that it's mostly yourself that gets you mm-hmm. into those situations. Mm-hmm. It's your own mindset. It's your own kind of habits and goals. Yeah that turn you into a nervous and stressful wreck Mm -hmm. whereas if you think about it there is a way to approach things that's both good for you short term and long term so do you know what i mean like what what would you say for yourself over the past couple years would be some of your like good and bad habits of like sort of Um, motivating for for change and stuff like that habits that I've kind of adopted to kind of not get myself into those stressful mental situations um there's it's a lot of stuff like that I've kind of learned along the way but I would 100% swear by um I think that one of the ones that became really useful for me over lockdown was being okay with lack of control Mm -hmm. like I'm a control freak and every sense as in like I want to know what's happening when it's happening how I'm going to get there and that's just the type of person that I am like just having went and strived for different things I've always like I always felt like I made like if something if I wanted something I would have made the way to get there Mm -hmm. you know I kind of was like no fucking about I'm just gonna go for it and I'm gonna make it happen you know I wasn't kind of just letting things go so I suppose kind of being okay with being in a situation and realizing that you don't have control over everything. Yeah. Um, you don't have control over the things, everything that happens around you. And you have to be okay with accepting things that you're not expecting to happen. Yeah. Like if, you, if you're if you a control freak like me, then when something happens that you're not expecting, it usually completely floors you because you're like, fuck, what's going on? I know. But, but- I think the realization for me was like, yeah just like things will happen that are out of your control and you have to be kind of in a better mindset to accept them and to be okay with them because there it is going to happen and you don't want to be left 
bloody I don't know distraught yeah so like having having that positive mindset obviously you can't be positive all the time but like obviously maintaining sort of like a mindset where you're not sort of I don't know I think expectations is a massive thing in this uh-huh. for your mindset like expectations are all around us every single day 24 7 we expect expect things but like it's how to draw them back and yeah and and just realize that at the end of the day like okay there's expectations there but if you don't show up the way that you think that you have to who's gonna pull you on it yeah they're mostly in your head anyway absolutely everything's in your head you know the pressure yeah the pressure's (laughs) Yeah, so like, but isn't it isn't it just insane the amount of pressure that you put on put yourself under? It's that's mad. just it's 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 around us. Mm-hmm. It's we've been we've been programmed like that by our you know culture and our society. But at the end of the day, if you were to sit back and go, I don't need to do that. There's better ways for me to get where I need to be yeah. and still enjoy my day to day and give myself my brain a break. You know, there's there's ways to do that. I know. Like I'm just. Like, I don't like to think about the future too much. I'm, I'm sort of like, yeah. I'm like you in the way that I like to live sort of each day, present moment sort of thing. But recently, over the mm-hmm. last couple of days, I have been I have been actually projecting a lot on future future thought mm-hmm. and like what's going to happen next year or like when this is going to be over, like what's going to happen when like is things going to go back to normal sort of thing. But I was thinking like, mm-hmm. obviously I start back to uni in September and there's me sitting calculating what grade I need to get to get a first next year mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm an overachiever and I will make sure to put myself under as much stress as I need to to achieve mm-hmm. what I need to and I said it to my daddy yeah. and he was like why are you even thinking about that I was like because I, I yeah. want it and he you want to like, be prepared yeah I, I want to be prepared but at, at the same time I don't think it's realistic for me to be like putting myself under stress already and I haven't even fucking started the year you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah you haven't you know even started I mean? you haven't even yeah and see at the end of the day like I was kind of ex- I was kind of the same whenever I was going into third year I had it was actually sorry it was my undergrad I had done shit for the first two years because I wasn't really enjoying the course and then it was only the third year that I got the motivation because I wanted to do a master's so I knew I had to make a 2-1 yeah um and I went from like a third mm-hmm. like a low third to like a high two one in the space of like three modules really? so <laughs> you know though. like my that was my 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 final year yeah. but I didn't like sorry no I didn't make the two one I think I got like a hat like I was two marks off a two one oh, and I was utterly devastated but here I still got into my master's I'd done really well in my master's because it was something that I enjoyed yeah. and I've never even had to talk about my grade in undergrad mm-hmm. like because when you put it on your CV it's second class honours it's not 2-2 two, two or 2-1 two, oh, really? at the end of the day it's still yeah like you that. don't people don't ask but well unless it's unless it's like a very I haven't applied for anything or had it on my CV that I had to specifically say if it was a 2-1 yeah, or 2-2 yeah right okay I've had just second class honours and that's been fine okay that sounds sounds good so at the end of the day, yes, you want to go for your first, but having a like a two one will not stop you I from know, doing anything that you want to do down the line. I know, I know, but I I just I don't know. I've always been like that. But you want the stress. You want to be stressed. I lo- do you know what? I, <laughs> Give me the stress. Sometimes I thrive off being stressed, but like a good. Yes, I think you can have thing. a balance between good and bad. Like you can yeah. you can have a good yeah. stress and you can have a bad stress. It's obviously having mm-hmm. the having the bad stress is bad, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, it, no, I think 
I think I I think that stress in any case is bad, mm-hmm. but I think that having a buzz and being excited and yeah. getting stuck into something yeah. and- is a completely different thing. And you would like one hundred percent do that. It's when you're like panic mode is like you should like just try and avoid it whenever you <laughs> whenever you can. I know. Like I'm the type of. So what would you? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, you going ahead. I was like, I'm the type of person who'll like. I don't even know what I was gonna say no more. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I don't cut worry. You off there. What were you gonna say? I was gonna. I was just gonna ask you there. Um, if there's anything with lockdown or maybe even before that you you have felt that has been productive for you and it's something that you've learned and it's you know helped you majorly along the way. Um. I think sort of like last year, obviously before this all started, I feel like I I had like the best year of my life where I completely thrived in everything I was doing. And and what sort of like brought that about for me was I started reading a lot and I would have never really Mm -hmm. been a reader before, but I got really into reading. Um, And I think we can do a podcast on that about reading yeah, and stuff definitely. because I think we're both into our reading but um learning new mm-hmm. things and learning how you sort of like your frequencies and your mindset works and keeping keeping a diary and a journal like writing down your thoughts for me I wasn't so much as keeping a diary or journal every day but I was writing my emails which was sort of like my diary and my journal it was mm-hmm. a way to get all the thoughts and feelings out um mm-hmm. and I would even sort of like wake up I think I think everyone does as well. Like most of your thoughts are at night time, mm-hmm. just before you go to bed. And um, do you know them times you have them imaginary arguments of people in your head of what you would have said? Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> of all the things you should have and would have said. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, like when I get a thought into my head about something, I immediately just just like take out my phone, even if I'm like half sleeping, and write it down. And I think doing that and reflecting on that in a day or two. Is, is is really really good um so that you're not holding on yeah. to it not to, that's really good not that you're not holding on to it as well but like you you can like delete that after you've wrote it down and, and thought about it and and sort of diminished it and it's just like mm-hmm. that's gone now and you can physically yeah no that's a really good tip yeah really, physically really remove tip. it whereas mm-hmm. if it's in your head it might just keep coming back mm-hmm. in sort of thing um yeah some other things probably for me getting yourself into a good routine is always like top of my list like I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in a good routine and obviously you don't have a routine every day but sort of like know what you're doing sort of thing is mm-hmm. good um one like my top 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 thing is being realistic and setting your goals like mm-hmm. mainly sort of like what you're doing like what what you want to achieve and the space of time that you want to achieve it in like be realistic about it don't like obviously yeah. we keep talking about stress and pressure but don't be putting yourself under pressure because you'll not enjoy reaching your goal as much and it's more about the journey than than sort of like mm-hmm. obviously the end of the goal is good too but like it's it's about the journey mm-hmm. you're on so i yeah think being, re- being realistic is good yeah those are really good i hadn't like for me being realistic about the goal hadn't really occurred to me before but it's definitely something that I'm going to think about now whenever I'm thinking about things that I want to do because at the end of the day you are very right in what you're saying like the if it's unrealistic even slightly like you're putting yourself under more pressure you're being disappointed and maybe smaller goals Mm -hmm. that are achievable you know that are a little bit 
you know more short term yeah to kind of get you to that bigger goal uh-huh. is probably the better thing to do for your your own mindset yeah but so what you've said there about like journaling and writing stuff down do you feel like being able to mentally sift through all your kind of thoughts and your emotions and stuff like that there has that helped you long term over that year that you said that you done really well has that helped you just kind of be successful literally absolutely because it was me sort of putting putting my thoughts and feelings out there and freeing up my mind to actually think about other things that would benefit me Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when I started sort of journaling I was getting all the negative stuff out of my body and Mm -hmm. spending 10-15 minutes writing down or even longer and and that's mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Like I've got that out for that day, rather than me overthinking and overthinking it and and occupying space in my mind that could be completely used on bettering myself in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally get you. I'm I'm very much so um on that kind of a journaling thing mm-hmm. as well. Like I started journaling maybe a year ago, like religiously mm-hmm. every morning or sorry every night. Yep whenever I was free but I would done it pretty much every day or every other day and literally like for me I don't even know if I could read back on any of it because I don't know whether it would be like triggering or mm-hmm. um but it, it it was it wasn't even uh, what I was writing wasn't really like full kind of paragraphs or sentences it was just pure and utter feelings gobbledygook yeah worries it was just you know all the mess that sometimes that you have that you just like have that scatter brain and you don't know why and you're just like pick up your journal get a pen sit down have a cup of tea and just let it all out because as much as people say oh you know I'm there for you if you ever need to talk sometimes the stuff is like so shit that mm-hmm. like you don't even you don't really want to bother people with it like mm-hmm. I would recommend where possible to speak to someone but some of it is just like kind of irrelevant stuff that you don't really want to talk to people about you don't really want to get into the process of explaining it too much you just want to say what you feel and just get it out of the way so journaling is a hundred percent like definitely definitely a good thing what I've tried as well is like a kind of maybe kind of like a releasing meditation as well like I've tried certain times when I've got a lot to kind of get off my chest what I'll do is I'll maybe write it down and then I'll sit for maybe five minutes and just do a little bit like work on my breathing and just visualize all those worries or everything that I have to say just kind of leaving my body and just getting rid of it handing it over to your higher power or just you know letting it (laughs) I just dropped my mic (laughs) (laughs) handing it over to your higher power or you know just letting it go just let that shit go. go it does not serve you if it's an if it's in your brain it's annoying you it doesn't serve any purpose. Let it go. I was just about to sing again there. <laughs> let it go. Let it Frozen. Go. <laughs> I actually didn't even think about that. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? Um, I, ha- I am one of them people. It's so weird. I don't know why. But when I'm speaking to someone, if they reply to me and it's like a short answer, I find a song. And like I go, my, my brain goes through the song library in my head and like pinpoint same words and I'll just start singing a song with them words in it I think you live in the musical honestly I, it, it works that brain works in strange ways let me tell you <gasps> so um 
what is I'm trying to think of anything else that's kind of like been helpful for kind of I think we we started talking about like lockdown but I think this is like just a general thing on how we've kind of overcome uh-huh. just melty situations but mm-hmm. I like because I like talking about stuff like that yeah um it's good I think that for me a big thing as well um over the last wee while has probably been um just being aware about your response to different things um i think it's really easily to get annoyed at someone that said something the wrong way Mm -hmm. or i i always like before i let something that someone said consume me i i always try and take a step back and go like how important is what they've said or even how important is that person in the grand scheme of things like if it's someone completely random like do you value their opinion enough mm-hmm. to let it consume you, yeah. you know, and get you down and make you overthink things? Uh-huh. So just being more mindful of, A, what you let, what type of information you're taking in and what type of information you're holding on to yeah. and then also how you're responding to it yeah. because I think, like, what I've done over the last year is really sift through and be a little bit more conscious and look at, you know, even if it's, like, even if it's, like, a program or, like, it's you know videos that you watch or conversations that you're having you're taking in so much information throughout the day from different people whether it's like work people it's friends it's your boyfriend it's your parents so all that information if if it's not positive Uh even if you are a positive person it's you're gonna be consumed Uh by all these thoughts and all these shit conversations so it's just being a little bit more aware about what you're letting seep in and just kind of being a little bit more like maybe not judgmental of it but just looking at it and going that's not really yeah, something that I, I know what you mean. would hold on yeah like I have a good example of this from actually over lockdown mm-hmm. so like at the start of lockdown obviously I came home and I was sort of self-isolating for my mummy and daddy in the house so mm-hmm. I'm not joking like every single day at least two or three times a day I would me and my mummy would have a fight literally like Oh my! Well, yeah, you were c- telling me about this. I would come downstairs, and she would say one tiny, tiny thing that probably wasn't meant in a harmful way, but it triggered me. It triggered me into uh-huh. a negative mindset and to respond aggressively or angrily, and and that sort of set my day in a a downward steer, like of being like, oh, I can't live in this house. Like, and nothing ever blah 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 works for me, and all this. And I was like, right, okay, listen to what your mummy's saying. Right, so I took I took a day where I was like, This is getting too much. I am literally like driving myself insane by like fighting over absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And I listened to her and she was talking about my room being a mess, which is standard. And she was talking about <laughs> not putting my dishes away after me because I'm lazy. Do you know just wee tiny things that she likes to have in yeah. order? And I was like, So what can I do to stop her from saying these things to me which is going to trigger me and trigger her as well and set us both off to to have a negative sort of attitude towards each other mm-hmm. what I did was got up in the morning and the first thing I did was make my bed so not even if the room was clean see if the bed was made that's all she can see right mm-hmm. and she thinks my room's clean that's one oh that's one thing hack. that I don't have to think about for the rest of the day is her saying about which is, uh-huh. honestly, I've kept doing it every single day and I haven't had a fight with her about my room since. 
but here how many how long did it take you to make your bed what maybe a minute exactly two minutes a minute and how long do you take having that argument with your mum if you haven't made it it's, it's, and how long does it annoy you for exactly at like, least an hour or two? too too long and and see see now see if she was to like shout at me about my room i just laugh because i'm like it literally takes me two seconds to go up and put the bed over and like make it even if it's just on the outset to make it look nice for her she doesn't yeah, have exactly. anything to worry and about and neither do I then everyone walks and away that's happy. probably yeah exactly and that's probably why she was so annoyed because she probably knew it would have took you two exactly. seconds and it's me in my head sort of being like oh that's that's a chore that's such a task of having to clean my room or uh like negatively thinking about cleaning my room but now mm-hmm. I associated cleaning my room with pleasure because I was able to carry on with my day and not have any arguments about it oh amazing but this is the thing sometimes the solution to your problems is a lot simpler than what you think mm-hmm. you know whenever you're like you know if I'm ever having like an argument with someone you're like not really getting along I'll always sit and go right I need to look at this from their perspective I need to understand what it is that they're saying that's annoying them so much so I think it's always good to kind of put yourself you know in that position uh-huh. so I was, and it's probably sorry. a lot simpler <laughs> so I was um reading because I knew we were coming on to sort of talk about growth and change and my favorite book is I haven't read all of it like because it's a fucking hectic one but it's Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins okay and he has like a whole big chapter on how to change stuff in your life and Mm -hmm. there's there's one thing that always sticks with me in this book and it's it's about how we associate like pain and pleasure okay like so it's weird because it's like you take it taking like going to work for example like before I would have associated that with like oh I can't be annoyed like it's such a hassle um, um it makes me tired to like associating pain with that uh-huh. but if I start associating good things with it being like okay I'm gonna go in I'm gonna see my friends I'm gonna learn something new I'm gonna have a good conversation today it'll make me more uh-huh. inclined to want to go to work yes because you're associating um, has- pleasure with it mm-hmm. Ah, right, I get you. I think that's very similar to, like, gratitude, Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. It's that, you know, finding the things that you're thankful for in situations that you might look at as purely negative or 100% that is a thing. And that's that's definitely, if you want to shift your mindset by doing anything, it's like gratitude is definitely it. I find that, like, you know when I I started doing gratitude around the time that I started doing journaling um and I would have I found it really hard to begin with because you're not always uh, like happy about situations that you're in because right okay say for example it's a normal day you are working hard to get a promotion Mm -hmm. um they haven't told you whether you're getting the promotion or not you're also waiting to buy a new car um you're also like going out at the weekend so on that day that this is all happening Mm -hmm. you don't really have anything to be grateful for because your promotion hasn't came yet you're not having bought your new car yet and you haven't won it yet Mm -hmm. so it's very easy to go oh i can't wait till Mm -hmm. like 
a month away but when you think about it like if you sit down and you go to yourself right what are the things that I'm grateful for it's probably a roof over your head you know that you've had enough money to put food on the table Mm -hmm. and to buy yourself that wee top you know like it's just like trying to find the little small things that you would take for granted every day I I think that's definitely a mood changer oh yeah I think so too kind of gratitude thing and like yeah definitely associating the you know taking away the good things from what you're doing rather than you know seeing them as a negative Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day if you see things as negative they always will be Mm -hmm. you know you can't you can't ever overcome that you know situation if you're always annoyed by it so i think i i think i wrote an email about this once and i gave them a task to at the end and i was like write down some things that you dread doing or that like you are holding something negative over um Mm -hmm. and sort of like divide it in two and write the things that you hate about doing so say it's um like take for example smoking right so say you hate smoking or you you want to quit and it's like okay the things i hate about it and it's like the smell the taste blah 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 the things i like about it is going out mm-hmm. and relieving stress so if you want to mm-hmm. quit you need to sort of focus on f- the, yeah. what focus, food it is no focus on the bad things because <laughs> you're trying to quit if you're focusing on the good oh, things right, of okay. it then you're more inclined oh no to i t- thought you meant like sorry no focusing on as in like what will happen when you quit yeah like so that's kind of yeah yeah i get yeah i get you yeah. yeah but um yeah I do you know what I haven't picked up this book in so 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 long. Um, I actually would have read it every lunchtime in work, so I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because every everyone walks into the lunchroom and I'm sitting in the lunchroom by myself with this big massive book, and they're like, "Who is this girl? Like, who is this weirdo?" <laughs> do you read it during lunch? Honestly, yeah, but like, I would go for my lunch for like I would go for my lunch like ten to fifteen minutes earlier than people, which is a habit that I started setting. And I would pull out a book and I would read a couple of pages before everyone came in and sat at the table. Um, oh, And that's something good. that I miss so much because I feel like mm-hmm. I don't have the, like, the, that book's sitting in the front structure. of me. Yeah, it's structured. That book's sitting in front of me 24-7 now. But it's the first time I've picked it up in, in weeks. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get you. I ordered, I ordered like five or six books at the start of lockdown from, like, Amazon and... I've read half of two <laughs> and like they're all books that I've had in my head to get for so long yeah. um, and they're all pretty similar to that um, Tony Robbins one. The only thing that put me off the Tony Robbins one is I watched a bit of a series that he was doing on Netflix and right. I just thought he was a wee bit overbearing. Oh, here. Like it was a bit like a bit huge and the writing's really small in it too so it's really hard to concentrate on like it's not a book that you would read just in one sort of thing uh-huh. it's one of them ones that you would pick up and put down and pick up and put down which is the kind but of but is the I book like. digestible is it like is or is it out there um i mean i a think both. i think you need to sort of be in the right mind frame for it like you need to be in the yeah. mind frame that you want to accomplish or change or do something for yourself because it's mostly mm-hmm. focusing on sort of like taking control of your like emotional and, and mental sort of well-being 
sort of mm-hmm. thing and, and yeah, pushing you, you, you to... have to be in that like yeah. kind of mind positive yeah. mindset uh, it's like for for a small book that's I, w- I would like a, a dimmed down version of it to be honest it's a bit mm-hmm. much a little bit more yeah yeah but it's but it's good i i like kind of having a bit of a like a variety like because sometimes you're in the mood for something just a little bit lighter and then sometimes like you're super focused and you're like right i want to know how to change my life today mm-hmm. <laughs> i know it is it's that was me today i like had a couple of minutes or well, a couple of minutes i say a couple of minutes have the fucking whole day um i took some time and started reading good vibes good life today oh so is it by who's it by vex king Yes, I've read that. I love yeah, that book. I've got the loved chapter it. two there, and I actually really enjoyed it. So, um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going with it. I might do a wee bit of bedtime reading, which hopefully will set me in a Defo. nice new habit. That's a really, yeah, that's a really nice um pre-sleep kind of book. It's nice and light. Yeah, and yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I have. I'm actually on, um, Eckhart Tolle's right. other book, not. The New Earth. Earth. uh, Earth. Yeah, I'm halfway. It's been one of the ones that I keep lifting and then keep putting back down again, but I'm about about halfway through it, so I might pick that up tonight. Is it hard? We should maybe do like a wee. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not as bad as. Um, sorry, not as bad. It's not as kind of out there as the Power of Now. It's a little bit more about like the ego and stuff. He touches upon that in the in the Power of Now, but it's mostly centered around that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm I I like pretty out there stuff i would kind of i don't know i've always it's been easy for me to read it's probably not everybody's cup of tea but yeah we should do like a we should do like a book podcast yeah i need to do a wee refresh on my books because i've been reading so much um fiction with the book club over the mm-hmm. last while so um i'm literally in the middle of reading the tattooist of ice switch right now oh i've heard really good things about yeah that. i'm literally I, sh- I should have had it read last month but i just had i was gonna say i had too much on but actually i'm just lazy coronavirus <laughs> but no um it's it's good so far so kind of mm-hmm. want to get that done first yeah but that's on my wee kindle can i can do that when i'm walking which is handy yeah i still cannot get over how you go for walks <laughs> and read at the same time it baffles me no but like Hold on, you go for a walk and read your phone. I don't. I go for a walk and right. I know, but you, like you can take out you can take out your phone and you can scroll Facebook or you can scroll Instagram when you're walking. Like, what's the difference between reading a couple of words on a Kindle? Like, it's, it's the difference hand- is that like you just check your phone like and like flick through it and you are literally the whole way <laughs> with the Kindle in your face. <laughs> I just I would I would trip over myself. I had got so many people messaging me being like, Anya, I would literally like go out into the middle of the road and get knocked down by a bus or something." And yeah, like, and it would give me it would give me vertigo constantly having to look up and look down, look up and look down. Like, no, I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy it a lot. So do I. I would be more into like audiobooks if I was walking and I had to, and I wanted to like read not read yeah. something but if I wanted to see like I, I, like the I book, tried I audiobooks like... but I find that when I was walking if the voice wasn't engaging I was going off into my own world and like completely not yeah. listening to a word they were saying I was like I've just paid seven yeah. ninety nine for this for the the thing in your head and to think completely myself. yeah yeah I mean yeah. that's free that is free <laughs> no I get you I've definitely done that before like times where I've 
kind of came across like a bit of a boring chapter i'm kind of mm-hmm. like go off on a tangent and i'm like oh fuck where i'm like try to listen in again and it's completely a different section and i've missed <laughs> <laughs> rewind to the start of the chapter that's brilliant i think we kind of went way off topic there but it was nice so it yeah was. i liked it we just had a um, catch up and we kind of a deep conversation yeah i think um i think like the topic of growth and sort of change and motivators in that is a massive massive thing that we can sort of spread over a couple of podcasts because i know i mm-hmm. still have a lot to talk about um mm-hmm. and i'm sure you do as well we would yeah and hopefully people enjoy these types of talks mm-hmm. um if you do please let us know because it's super um it's just nice to hear like oh you know i enjoyed this about it i enjoyed this about it because at the end of the day you know we like waffling but we do want to create podcasts that people actually want to listen to so yeah if you have enjoyed um today's wee chat and you'd like to hear more about those types of stuff like just give us a wee dm or comment or just do something i know thanks for listening if you did and obviously we've still <laughs> if, you did. if you did if you've if made you, it this far on, thanks if a you million. did make it this far high five because that was that was <laughs> was an intense one i think don't know i'll <laughs> listen to it back and see myself but um do you have any uh quotes for us off the top of your head oh like live laugh love oh my god get out of town <laughs> no is that the type of quote you're talking about oh my god okay can i can i'm gonna tell you up until about a year ago do you want to know what the quote was on my ceiling yep okay so i had a quote um that i got off ebay and it said um, okay okay i'm gonna uh, wait for it wait for it um one day your life is going to flash in front of your eyes make sure it's worth watching (laughs) (laughs) You did that not. was a genuine quote that oh, was a genuine brilliant. quote that i had on my ceiling up until like two years ago oh, I, oh don't even do you know oh, what though God, sometimes it gives you a wee reminder like i went to um b&m the other day my favorite shop in all of the land and they had these <laughs> wee um they had these wee things and i have this board sitting above my desk and i was like that'd be nice for me to look up at every day and and sort of reflect on but I haven't mm-hmm. reflected on it I'm just doing it now as we speak because that's where I'm looking oh please tell me what does it say what does it say <laughs> so I have Basic two of them alert. one says go where you feel most alive oh right yep and the other you're, ones, you're a traveler at yeah heart. I am a traveler um and the other one says everything is possible even the impossible Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Cheese. The cheese is spilling out of me right now. Oh, sometimes, sometimes a bit of cheese is good, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we're not going to judge you if you have any quotes. Obviously, we love a good quote, but, um, yeah, maybe we should have, like, quote of the day when we're doing the podcast. Quote of the day? Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, we'll have a quote at the end of our podcast, maybe. Right. I I like this one. I like this one about change. I think I put it in one of the emails once. And it's change is inevitable, but growth is mm-hmm. optional. Oh, yes. Woof, okay, woof. I get you, I get you. Take that one <laughs> up your pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, join us next time for episode six and another 
amazing amazing quote to, to live by <laughs> um, please leave us a review or subscribe or anything else that you'd like to do Thanks. follow comment subscribe and we will see you next week thanks for joining bye bye